don't know me. Here we go. And now, Jabroni Studios, in association with Big Herm Productions, is proud to present to you, recording from an undisclosed location in Oakdale, Connecticut, it's Chris Burns, it's Chris Lynch, this is Dysfunction Junction. Welcome back, everybody, and happy 2023. You are back on the award-winning podcast <laughs> that has never won a single award ever in the history Not of ever. fucking one. Welcome. To Dysfunction Junction. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. My name's Chris Burns. On the, looks like the right of me on the screen <coughs> is the one and only. Version and of course, from the home office in Pupol, Colorado, in front of a brick wall, because all in all, he is just another brick in the wall. It is Big That's Herm, right. Michael P.S. Herman. What is up? How did everybody, everybody spend, their, uh, spend their holiday? I Start with you, doing... Lynch. Come on. Yeah, I spent it doing Uber and Lyft. Uh-huh. It, was a, a Very nice. it was started about eight o'clock at night, didn't pick up till about 10, 11. But once 11 o'clock came, I was just constant back and forth, back and forth between both casinos, uh, a couple bunch of hotels. It was a good night. No, no, not really any crazy shit either. I'm surprised. There were some drunks, but uh, all in all, good night. They all tipped really, really well, uh, which I really appreciated. I mean, these two, uh, uh, three Navy guys that picked up a ride for a five dollar ride he gave me a ten dollar tip and i was like man i, I want to wish i knew it's this guy's number i thank him profusely right um, that's pretty badass yeah yeah so but uh, yeah it was a uh, pretty pretty quiet i got home around five in the morning <laughs> rolled into rolled into bed slept for a couple hours and went about the day with megan we went to breakfast with the hash house on go go um i missed their bloody mary's um very nice and uh, just kind of hung out at the house yesterday. It was a nice, a nice, quiet day. I liked it. Good deal. Hey, what about Sammy's here. What up, Hi, Sammy? Sammy? Happy Oops. New Year. Uh, my New Year's Eve was uh, relatively quiet. I, I worked till about 7 o'clock. What was it? New Year's Eve was what, Saturday? No, so it was a day. So uh, I worked till about 2 in the afternoon. Uh, I stopped at the meat market and grabbed a couple of really, really really nice new york's um just made a nice dinner had dinner quiet probably asleep by 8 30. nice yeah i mean i was I up, at, I was, I was up, up. at 3 30 i was up at 3 34 o'clock i'm up that time every morning so eight right. nine o'clock yeah, i'm done anyway. yeah <coughs> um yeah megan said she was gonna go to bed but she just laid in bed watching all the new year's ridiculousness that was on for the other Year's Eve thing. Uh, in, interesting, Ooh, interesting thing about Pueblo. Um, we're laying in bed, and you know, over the course of the night, starting about eleven o'clock, ten thirty, you heard, you heard a, a firework or something go off here or there. You know, it's normal. It's fucking New Year's Eve. You know how it goes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, then twelve o'clock happened. And then my boy. Okay, Jen and I are laying in bed, and it sounds like we're sleeping on the barge for fucking Riverfest. You can literally hear, all right, dude, these fuckers were huge. We didn't even look outside. We had to, all we had to do was hear them. You would hear, foo, 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 like you would hear coming off the barge, and then there'd be like a three and a half second delay, and then you'd hear, boo, 
boom, 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 boom. I don't, there, it went on for a half hour and I'll bet money they, the, the neighborhood here spent probably as much as they do on a Garucci fireworks. Apparently everybody goes to Montana and buy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everybody here goes to Montana and buys the most illegal fucking largest fireworks on the planet and then trucks so, them back here. So Montana and is this, the New Hampshire of the, of the, yeah, mid, of the yep, West. Yep. Yep. So pretty much I'm planning a road trip to Montana. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, and apparently okay. that's not even the big one. Apparently the big one is Fourth uh, of July. How how, uh, how long would you, how long of a jump would that be for you? Oh, for what? From your place in Montana, how how to long? Montana? Uh, it's probably like six hours. That's not too bad. I mean, nah. uh, from here you can New Hampshire. No, nah, not to get it. like three thousand dollars worth of illegal fireworks. No problem. Yeah, fuck, Done. Fuck yeah. Done. Like if I left here now, I could take make a four hour trip to. To, uh, right, I would make it. A, I'd, I'd make, make right. It I'd make it a fucking. I could. I could beat you, because if you go to Brattleboro, where I do the Emma drop off most of the time, jump over that little bridge. There's a Phantom Fireworks right over the New Hampshire line. Two hours up. Uh-oh. Spend all the time you want. In... No need to go deep into the state. You just got to go across into Keene. Yeah. Yeah, well, you just, just like got to get across the line. It was just like. Uh... Now that uh, Connecticut recreation is legal, January 10th we, is retail sales, ladies and gentlemen, January 10th. Um, like in Massachusetts, you go right over the line. Uh, if, if you're leaving the airport and hit, as soon as you go through Enfield and hit the line, there's dispensaries all went down the, the highway. There are like two mm-hmm. on each side for miles. The yeah, best I mean, once line, you, it's, it's kind of that way driving across, like the entire state of Missouri, the entire state of Kansas. You see nothing but like black cat outlet fireworks and you walk in there and it's a fucking warehouse with fucking mortars. Mm -hmm. My neighbor, they're like 150 bucks a piece and they're the size of like Travis's head. My neighbor, that's huge. That's a big firework. The guy guy used to live behind me every new year's Eve would get like five, $6,000 for the fireworks and set them off in his fire pit. Uh, He's, he had 38, he's got 38 acres there. But he, he moved a couple of years ago, and we don't get that. We did, He would do that in 4th of July. Yeah, so well, like everybody a, here in the neighborhood takes all their shit, and they all just go down to the state fairgrounds and break in and start lighting. And swear what are to they going to do? They just go into the state fairgrounds and start lighting shit off. What are the cops going to do? Welcome to Pueblo, out. boys. Yeah. Welcome to SoCo. Wow. <laughs> the poop hole. <laughs> they never damage anything. They just break in, light off a bunch of fireworks, and then everybody goes home. And the, co- the, the cops know they don't do anything wrong other than, you know, yeah. a, a unlawful entry. And so that's it. I'd love to be in on the conversation when they make that decision. It's like, so what do you what do you want to do tonight? I don't know. You want to break into the fairgrounds and light off some fireworks? Fuck All yeah. Right. yeah. All right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> what are you doing for Christmas Yeah, that's Eve? one of the, one of the great things. break into the fairgrounds? Right. One of the yeah. great things about road tripping and whether it's New Hampshire or North Carolina, wherever I go, I always look for the best firework place. And John mentioned Phantom in New York. And there's a Phantom in New Hampshire, along with the other one. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, yeah. Anytime I go on a road trip anywhere, I always look for something that's illegal back home that I can transport yeah. in my car. It doesn't matter what it is. It's Except gotta be firewood. Something that's... Except firewood. Don't do that shit. No, I don't do that shit. I don't fuck around with firewood. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be, I'm gonna be honest. That, I don't fuck around illegal. with that. Keep that shit in your fucking state, buddy. 
That's right. You know why they do that? You know why they do that, right? It's it's the transfer of bugs and yes, exactly. um and back and it, different bacterias. Right. It has nothing so to do break. with like you can't burn Massachusetts wood here. No. It has everything to do with the it has everything to do with like the wildlife and the environment. Yeah. And, and people, people are like, that's dumb. Yeah, until like you get the fucking wood boring beetle in your area you've never had and every fucking mm-hmm. tree is dead in four years. Yeah, and your house starts falling apart. That people don't realize that it's not just a commerce thing. That's that's a environmental issue because if you bring in right. something a bacteria if you bring in a bacteria, uh especially in, in ground like ground cover. It's immediately an invasive species, and yes. it, it, and then, it, there's, and it then doesn't it, have it, any na- now natural um, yep. restrictions in the environment, and they go wild. It's kind of like um, when people put goldfish; they release goldfish into the wild. Uh, a oh, lot of people do it, uh, and the goldfish are prolific, and yeah. they just they become an invasive species because a few people drop some fish in a pond. There's a fish. There is a fish down in, in the Caribbean when we were down there in Barbados. Uh, in 2013, there was a, a species of fish. I think they call it a lionfish. That is a tropical fish that you're supposed to keep in a tank. Well, I guess foreigners would, they were foreigners that moved to the island, you know, Americans or, or wherever they come, they came from, were ordering Fucking these tropical white people. They were ordering these tropical fish, putting in their fish tanks. And when they would were done with them, they just flush them down the toilet or release them in the water. They're poisonous fish once, if they, once they get like, over four or five inches long they get to about almost a foot long and they kind of look like a sea robin they have these nasty points oh yeah they've got the lines they're beautiful they're, they're oh, beautiful fish they're bright and they're they're like bright red and purple and pink but they have those nasty spines that if you step on one it'll kill you and they're they're an invasive species they're <coughs> they're cannibal they're cannibals they'll eat themselves and they'll eat any fish around them if they get hungry so they pay you to basically find them um, you recall calling a report, they send you a buoy and you can drop a buoy there and they pay you to do that. So there's people make, make a side gig of finding these lionfish and putting buoys out where you can't fish. I dropped a buoy this morning. I dropped two. <laughs> I, named I just, Gary. I just slid a Biden like 15 minutes ago. I'm good. I named mine Gary. It looks like a Gary. Nice. Yeah. Oh, well, it sounds like everybody had a decent, uh, New Year's Eve, I spent it watching two of the worst officiated football games I've ever seen. I was um, listening to the game. Oh. Oh, my God. Some of these calls were just ridiculous. And I'm not saying it's the it's the reason either team lost, Michigan or Ohio State, because both were close games. Both were well played, except in the Michigan-TCU game, neither team brought a defense to speak of. And in the Ohio State game, you know, they come out of the box early against the reigning national champions. And then, you know, Georgia did what they did, do what they do best is that they don't take their foot off the gas. But there were one there was one call in each game that was called targeting that was not targeting. Every replay shows it. Every announcer knows it. And everybody watching the, the game was yeah, that's not targeting. Why are they calling it? it nobody knows. And nobody cares. And that our friend friend of the show, Zach, put it best. He said, "Was Stevie Wonder officiating these games? That's yeah. not that's not the right call." Ray Charles but, in one corner, Stevie Wonder in the other. Yeah, but you know, again, you you can't you can't blame the officiating. But all all four teams played their asses off, and on uh, next Monday, week from today, we'll have Georgia and TCU battling for the national championship. That's how I spent my New Year's Eve. 
And when Noah Ruggles, who I hope when he gets off the bus in Columbus, everybody beats the ever-loving shit out of that kid. When they when they lined up for the kick just before he kicked it was the stroke of midnight. Yeah. Now, I don't know if he was kicking for another team or kicking for another game, but I've never seen a kick. A, for another a, time a zone. He was kicking for yeah. another time zone. I've never seen a kick that close go that far left. That was beyond wide left. That was wide left. Yeah, that, that it looked like he was he was kicking for the Canadian Football League where they have the big nets up and somebody's going to catch it and run it back. And it's no. not how far you can kick it, dude. It's how <laughs> straight and fucking straight kick and it through. And then you straight fast forward through. to Sunday where a real kicker, Young Way Koo, wins the game for Atlanta. And I may as well just call Lynch an asshole right now because Young Ho, not old slut. It's Young Ho. Young Way Koo, you asshole. You and your butt buddy, fucking Robichaud there, trying to make fun of it. No, it's, it's Young Ho. Get over it. You wish you had a Young Ho on your team. Instead, you don't. You got a bunch of no hoes. I wish I had a Young Ho sitting right here. <laughs> young Hooey. <laughs> yeah, Hooey. <laughs> oh, Young Hooey. Speaking and every time, every time that boy kicks the ball, I sing the Yahoo song, but I'm like, Young Ho. Speaking of kickers, did you see that play? The the Bucks pulled, uh, Bucks kicker. Oh pulled? yeah, the Holy fake punt, shit. and then it got called back. Yeah, but that was a good fucking good fucking call. Mm-hmm. That was a good good fake. I haven't seen that cut. I think about between the three of us. When the last time you saw a punt pass fake or punt kick fake? It's been a long motherfucking time, especially uh, since uh, they I'll... moved it. Especially since they moved it fifteen back, yards back for a field goal. You know what I'm saying? That, that, I'll it, take it one better. You you do see them, but you don't see them run successfully. No. And had Georgia not snapped off that timeout, Rossi is the kind of offensive lineman who is big enough to block, but he's small enough and light enough that he could run that play successfully, get the four or five yards you need, and then give yeah. you a new set of downs. But, you know, you got to give Kirby Smart a lot of credit, the coach for Georgia, in that just before the ball is snapped, he is in the referee's ear. Timeout, 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 timeout. So when they showed the replay, because I think Ryan Day said, uh, no, he was too late. <clears throat> and they go to the, the frame by frame. He beat it by that much. It wasn't yeah. that long yeah. when he called timeout and then the play was run. So, you know, hey, there's a reason Georgia's as good as they are, as they are. not just the players, but Kirby Smart is one hell of a coach. And if there was a team that needed a coach like, I don't know, the Colts or the Broncos or the Falcons who need a coach that will make the right calls and not bullshit calls. Start, start giving Kirby smart a call sometime soon and bring him up from college. Yeah. I think that would be a really, really smart. Another coach, um, former NFL. What the hell's his name in talks of coming back? Uh, Sean Payton. A, yeah. Payton. Sean Payton with the saints. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be a really good move for him to come back. Yeah. But um, where would he go? There's only so many spots and, the hot I, rumor right now out there is New England. I yeah. think Belichick's. I think Belichick's wanting to hang it up. Yeah, he's young. He, he, he's still young though. He's got a lot of years left. Sean Payton. His, yeah, he's like fifty-five. And no, I'm talking Belichick though. He's Belichick's one hundred and fifty-five. He's not that old. I think he's dude. Like, he started his coaching career in the eighties, dude. And that's say twenty years old. So if he was born in the sixties, hold that thought. Bill Belichick I'm, is seventy years old right now. All right, so I was close. He's still got a few years left in him. I mean, 1952. To... So he's the same age as my mom. 
And he shares a birthday with my brother. So happy birthday, William Stephen Belichick. He's at maximum um, SSI secure, uh, social security <laughs> payment right now. Just fucking back out and take it, man. When Bill well, Belichick, if... when Bill Belichick shops for life insurance, he's worried about the three P's, and that's price, price, and, and price. price. Yeah, he, he. I I think he it wouldn't surprise me if he did retire. It would not surprise me at, at all, and I think he, Peyton would be a really good fit with the Patriots. A yeah, huge, Peyton's already said fit. it's not fucking happening. He doesn't even yeah. want Peyton, Peyton. Peyton wants the business side. Peyton don't give a fuck about the coaching side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like John. He wants the business side. Yeah, you, you put you put him in the, in the front office. I think he would still be effective, though. I think. He, oh yeah, uh, I do because too. Of, I, because I of think, his attitude. I do his too, but I don't, I don't think. I don't think he's going back there. I think he did his thing. It's good. I don't think he wants to go anywhere near that fucking clusterfuck right now. Maybe. Anywhere near it. Yeah, you're probably right. No, then. <laughs> nobody's going to want to go near that shit. And that's well, the, the one thing you're going to see starting next week, and when I mean next week, I'm talking about next Tuesday. You got, you know, your last week of regular season football in the NFL. You have the college championship game on the yeah, night. Like, what the fuck even did the did the did the Broncos play for this weekend? There was no point um, to that. No point. No if point. they won, they, they got sprinkles on their ice cream. That's pretty much it. That's you know, no sprinkles are for winners. Um, that's what I'm saying. If they won, they got <laughs> sprinkles on their ice cream. They did. That's that's it. That's I mean, like, what the fuck were they even playing for? Yeah. Same home, reason my team stop is playing, playing and try to figure something the fuck out for next year, guys. Come on. If if Atlanta wins on Sunday against Tampa Bay and ties Tampa Bay, we're already eliminated from the playoffs because Tampa Bay has all the tiebreakers. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, maybe. I understand that literally it comes down to, for the very, very end of the season, it comes down to, uh, they, they also factor in wins and by points, and that all comes down. And I understand why they're still playing, but, you know, Denver should could have just given them a gimme and stayed the fuck home. Because... Would they play this weekend? Uh, we played uh, the Chiefs. Oh. And we did all right. I mean, we, we looked much better than we have in a while, but... Is there is there football tonight? I'm looking now. I want to say there is. There yes, uh, the bill the Bills are at twelve and three. They take on the reigning AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals, Bengals. at eleven and four. Fuck the Bengals. I'm pretty sure if I look at the standings, both have locked up their division right now. This yes. is yeah, more right. for is... the number one spot. Yeah, which this I is think... going for for seed. Yeah, yeah. which I think seed. the Bills have overall. But again, if they lose to the Bengals, that changes a whole lot. Who's the Bills quarterback? Josh Josh Allen. Allen. Josh Allen. I have him on two fantasy teams, just that on ESPN. They were just throwaway teams. Oh, he's a nice little average holder. He's yeah. He uh, he's going to win me two championships in that. He's like a C. He's like a C report. He's like a C grade on a test. Yeah. Yep. And he's consistent, and he has those moments where he's like he does breakout games. His yardage, yardage, fucking Brady yesterday, four hundred fifty-two yards. Beating his personal best. Yeah, yeah, because he was playing the third uh, against the high school, Carolina against, team against the high school football team. I mean, but yeah. beyond that, the way he, the way the plays were, the ways the plays were executed last yesterday, he looked more like the old Tom Brady. He turned on every cheat he's code got known new pussy. to man. Yeah, yeah, he's got new pussy. Well, you, well, you think he would be playing better? Slumpbuster. That's why she divorced him because he retired, then he unretired. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she said, "Look, I'm not modeling anymore. We can actually raise a family." And he's like, "Nope, football, number one thing, football." And I so, and so football, right? And so, you guys know, as I'm looking at this matchup, 
I, I want to throw congratulations out there to our co-host, Chris Lynch. Yes. Because he is going to the ship. Lynch's bitches has beaten Show Me Your TDs 144.68 to 73.70. <laughs> and in the other semifinal matchup, I am looking to see if there's... He's got... Uh, this is a game that's only separated by 4.2 points. Uh, Derek the Undertaker and the Undertaker's Balls has a 4.2-point lead over Holiday Dak Picks, 114.76 to 110.58. If Derek the Undertaker wins that matchup, I get half the championship because I basically drafted that team for him. You get half the championship. I should. And every week I'll get it, and, and not that I mind because he's like, "Hey, what should, who should I start this week in this position? This guy or that guy?" I'm like, "All right, I look at the matchups, try this, you know." So you, Plus, I drafted were, this fucking team. That sounds if like you, that sounds like the year that I I was choosing at work, right? And I'm in the draft, and I'm in the mm-hmm. middle of the draft, and I'm at work, and th- shit's going great, and I didn't realize the charge on my phone, and we're like third pick into the fucking draft, right? And my phone shuts off. That's fucking. Uh, and, I had, and, 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 and so now, now it's just on auto draft. Mm-hmm. And you get what the computer thinks you should have. You know yep. what? I want a championship yep. with an auto the draft. The only thing, I, I, I got like Peyton that year and then like Ronnie Hillman and then everything else crashed. And I ended up going to the playoffs that year with an auto draft team. About- I didn't make the finals and didn't make the big show, but... I was very impressed that year. I was like, "Holy shit!" I made it to all. I made an ESPN league. Now this league was, they scored it differently. Um, this is where you get points for everything you do on the field. So right. if the, it's point after point after catch, uh, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, the scoring is broken down much more. Like a, so, a, a completed uh, throw pass with yardage is like five different types of points, right? Versus so, just counting you got the touchdown. Right, the leagues that Chris or I, Burns and I are in, the scores are like 15, 20, 30. In this league, they were like 100, 200, 300. Right. So I won the entire championship, minus the people that were had to be replaced and benched for, for IR or outs. I won a championship just on auto draft. We were at <laughs> Buffalo Watt. It was like five, six years. No, actually, it had to be longer. This was probably like eight, nine years ago. Uh, guys from Wigan Sun and I were, used to do a a big league and we were auto drafting. We picked Buffalo wild wings as the venue because they had this package for meals and shit. Every one of us ended up at auto drafting because their, their internet, their internet wasn't working. We were trying oh. to, we were trying to, in its infancy <coughs> to piggyback off of someone's phone with cellular, cellular data in the whole, every way to auto drafted. It was pretty fucking funny. Unbelievable. But yeah, no, just, just you know, congratulations to you, man. And uh very nice. no matter who your opponent's gonna be, whether it turns out to be Derek the Undertaker or Holiday Dak picks, you know, good luck, man. I hope yeah, you it, I hope you walk away with this thing. I am very surprised I've done this well with the, the team I drafted versus the team I have now. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you those guys in the LA Chargers are, are fucking uh, on fire for me. There's Jordan. I, what is up, Jordan? What up, yeah. Jordan? Jordan will be returning to podcast land. Wednesday night with uh, Speedway Review as we're back from December break. Nice. Oh, nice. Nice. Yes. Not quite sure what we're going to talk about yet. Got a whole lot of silly season stuff going on and, uh, you know, speculation coming as we come toward February 5th. And 
the clash at the LA Coliseum, and then further on to Speed Weeks in Daytona. So, oh, cool. a, lot of, a lot of moving and shaking going on. Oh, Mr. King's in there. Congrats, Lynch. Uh, congrats to you, Mr. King. Yes, on the, tell him why. Uh, yeah, on the birth, to, on the birth of your new son. <laughs> what is a woman? <laughs> He has Not a new daughter has. named Emily. He does. G. He had a new daughter. It's the third try. They went for a son for the third try. He's been hoping for boys, but this man has now has a house full of women. It's just it's him against four, and um, may may the gods be ever in your favor, sir. <laughs> we were we hoping for you. a boy this time to maybe balance the teams out three to two. We could we could have done it. At least you well, get a swing vote at one point or another, but nope, uh, not they, now. I got to be honest. They um, they announced on Facebook that they were going to the hospital and stuff, and I'm like, you tell her to cross her legs. That shit stays in the oven till the turkey timer pops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> until you see the whites of their eyes That's and right. the dinghy pops. Yeah, so congratulations to Mr. Zach Lewis King on the birth yeah. of his new daughter. I believe it was, am I, am I right, Zach? Is it, It's Emily, right? Emily Jean, I believe it was. I believe it's Emily. And just there for it is real, right there. just a man. I'm putting that shit up. Put that up for the people. Just, just a man, a on, man a raft. on a raft in the estrogen ocean. And he has. <laughs> and he has no floaty. None. No, nothing. No. He doesn't no. even get a spot on the door with rope. Right. He That's is. It. He is. He is Jack. And uh, he is Jack in the Titanic. That's mm-hmm. straight up. There it is. Yeah. Just, I'm telling you, he is just Zach, holding on you, for dear life. Zach, I promise you, I have a cricket downstairs. I, I bought my wife three years ago for Christmas, and we have used. I'm putting that shit on a T-shirt for you. Yes. That's perfect. You know, if you got a cricket downstairs and it has been put to use, why don't you start making Dysfunction Junction Show T-shirts or something? Heard merch. Hello, yeah, merch. Yeah, here we go. I'll have to buy a Maybe we can make a buck or three. Uh, no, I'm so, going to run, run and get a couple plain white tees, not the band, plain white t-shirts. For, they'll, they'll, they'll be expensive. We can't afford yeah, that. They, Jesus. Right? I don't here. have it like that. The royalties? <laughs> you just find um, another I've got money drawer. for production value but and, and stunts, but damn, fuck, they're expensive. <laughs> so speaking of sock drawers and mystery purses, I was telling my wife that story. I'm like, and she's like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, yeah, he's afraid to open up anything else now because, and she's like, tell him to check that house, right? Check the backyard, get a metal detector is what she said. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they didn't, it, that would have never happened. No, no, it's all somewhere where they could put their hand on it immediately. But <sighs> yeah, it's just everywhere. And she goes, you I don't wouldn't know. Put, <clears throat> I love goes, I wouldn't put it past you. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past his family to do that. I'm like, oh, well, you're probably right, but <laughs> no. As a goof, you find two, three thousand bucks in a Hills Brothers coffee can out in the backyard just for shits and gigs. Well, dude, when my dad's, um, my dad's aunt and her, his uncle, she had a stroke and was incapacitated. He passed away shortly thereafter. He was a conservator of the estate. So when we were going to flip the house to sell it, we had to do a rehab of it. Dude, we're pulling, you know, that stairwells going into the basement and you got the sheetrock there. Well, the sheetrock was on a hinge and you could open it. It was all liquor. We were finding liquor in walls, in stairways, in the attic. We found thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars. My kind of people. 
they would take <laughs> the newspaper because the old addicts used to be they just throw shredded paper and newspaper up there. But we find the newspapers from the sixties and the fifties with just bundles of bricks of cash in it. You gotta check that shit, man. My mom, I don't want the house in her will. I don't want it. Uh, let it go, just let it go to the state. Get she no, has, get the house. Get the house. You and I are gonna turn it upside so down. Much shit. Yeah, well, the, the but there is, might be money in it. There might be. I'll I'll go help you clean out the house. What I find is what I about, keep. And, we're, we're talking about my mother. She would mm. sniff that shit out in five seconds. Yeah. I mean, the Good house call. was basically brand new. They they re, she rebuilt it over the last several years that my dad's passed with the insurance money. Mm-hmm. Like, so you better it. get on the cricket gimmick because Jordan says he's going to buy a shirt. Yeah, he says he'd buy a no. shirt. Yeah, there it is. We have to find out what sized kid t-shirt Jordan wears because he's about 14 pounds with a brick in his pocket. I'll buy it at the BB Gap. There you go. I'll say kids are us, but they're not around anymore. No, but you can go to Walmart and get kids t-shirts like three for five bucks still. Yeah, they're cheap. The plain ones are... are Yeah, but like the whole house is that way. The whole house is... There's... I've got... I've got authenticated John Elway photographs from his rookie year with the Broncos. I have uh, there's there's a game worn Super Bowl helmet down in the closet in the back room. There's there's so much shit that's shit just shit that they wanted regardless of what it cost. <laughs> yeah and she said um, she said spend money. Spend the money you he finds. Yeah like it, it was like I want a John Elway helmet from the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, most people are like, I don't, can't afford that. My mother was like, find one. Mm -hmm. I want one. So he got it for her for Christmas one year. It's still in the fucking box down there. That's pretty badass. (laughs) It's in the box. It's in, like, the actual helmet box with the the certificate that it's authentic from a real clearinghouse that's, like, researchable printed number not a handwritten it's yeah like it's i i I haven't even bothered to look up what that helmet is possibly worth oh shit you know what just crossed my mind what i can tell you this something like that not um herm do you have the music ready because i realized i do have an asshole of the week i do i do give me a second okay please do i do all right let's you guys know the drill you know what time it is when herm plays the music Guys, I just want you to know we gave Lynch homework last week and he, he didn't fail me. And he, he didn't you. he didn't fail her. He failed you. He failed you because he did not watch the two movies that he said he would. And the excuse is, and I want to hear what the excuse is, I just didn't have time. The time. I I honestly didn't. I honestly didn't. And it what the I spent two days looking where I could find those fucking things. Uh, on- Pe- uh, Pe- Peacock has Mo Money. Okay, and I could not find the other one for the life of yeah, me. Yeah, I went looking too. So if you if you had got one out of the two, I'd have been happy because you can't find who's the man just about anywhere. You'd have to get like that Gojara thing yeah, on well, your fire that, stick. You can order the DVD. I even tried to look on Amazon to see if I could order it, if I could get it digitally. 
Right, mm-hmm. and it's not there. And it's not there. Like you can <laughs> get the, D- I, I could get the DVD and I could have had it here in like two, three days. Yeah, and you could watch it on your fucking Xbox or whatever the fuck. Yeah, well, it's something you say DVDs or Blu-rays. Um, there's like no department like that anymore. If you look at Best Buy, nobody's doing physical media. No, okay, Walmart has like the one aisle now, just one where it right, used to be five, re- six there's aisles. One aisle. re- there's no. I remember no a day tape. when it was. There's no tape. Ha- on half it. a store. There's no, no tape. Cassette tape section anymore. Well, no, of course and, not, dipshit. But there's vinyl records again. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? But that's the thing is, uh, I was doing, uh, uh, I was reading in uh, a sound production magazine, um, that I read online, and um. Cassette tapes are making a comeback. Yes, they are. As a, a recording, a indie bands. As, as a as a as a physical recording media. Nice. Uh, um, there are they. It's they've basically sonically proven that there are certain things you can you hear a difference in an analog that you cannot get digitally. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I mean you, you gotta, don't get this. You don't you get the remember. same frequency range on a tape that you do with with, with a record, but. Um, you, you just lose some of the really, really high and some of the really, really low. That so warm low end Zeppelin four, you know. Yeah, like that. Ten, like it's like the like the like the ten hertz, the ten to twenty you lose. It kicks in, it kicks in around like twenty five or thirty. But uh, yeah, it's it's a it, it holds as long as it's stored correctly and it's dry, even if it's slightly moist. As long as it's not near anything magnetic, <laughs> moist. It 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 the 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 physical medium holds. If you yeah. drop it, it doesn't break or fuck up like a record. So, uh, I had a point. Oh, there's some indie bands that uh, have have direct. They do direct to market um, the customer. Uh, they do a lot of online presence, so they they are going to tape because it's cheap. Because you can still buy tapes. Because there are still there are still um, computers out there in the world. That they didn't, they never put software on anything other than cassette tape, so they just keep rehashing okay. the same piece. Of it. You're talking technology from the '70s, so the cassette tapes are still out there, but they're so cheap. You can mass, you can buy them in bulk for a, mm-hmm. for a fraction of what you can do for studio time to to go in and digitally do it. So they they get a bank of four or five old uh, cassette recorders, and they're physically hand making the tapes in their living rooms. It's pretty pretty freaking cool. Wow. And I hate, I hate the albums that they've been releasing lately with the, the remastered edition, especially older stuff you go going past 20, 25 years ago. You got to remember why analog sounds so good mm-hmm. because that's the technology they had when, when the, re, the recording process actually was invented. They had the acoustics of the room in an analog world. So as everything started to go into a little <laughs> bit more, you lose that when you enhance hands it digitally or just remaster it and mix it remit who does somebody's other some other person's satisfaction of how it sounds better to them it's almost as if the soul of the music gets taken out when it's digital versus analog and same thing with the remasters the the song in my memory the song that moves me emotionally is the song i heard 30 years ago on the radio or in my wait in my how long ago i said it I didn't even mean to say it, um, but <laughs> that that song sounds completely different in my head than the crap I'm listening to in my headphones right now. Because mm-hmm. it don't don't mess with what I what I personally feel is perfection. 
if it was good enough to send out and sell and ship ship in 1985 it's good enough now you don't need I don't to enhance with that. you can't you don't why enhance what's not there it's like remastering movies from the 50s and 60 60s in 4k you're just going to see 4k resolution of shit because that's what mm-hmm. they had the technology they had at the time Leave it the fuck nobody off. nobody wants your favorite movies colorized either from the 30s and 40s oh, that that was a that was a a phase in the, in the mid early to mid eighties, trailing into the nineties. Mm-hmm. Ted Turner got a hold of Gone with the Wind and a couple other classic movies. I mean, Gone with the Wind is Gone with the Wind because it it is the way it is. It's exactly. Black and white set, it evokes emotion in people, and people don't even realize it. When you film something in black and white, you you feel one way okay, or another so about it. Let me let me piggyback that point because when you watch something like Casablanca or Gone with the Wind or something like that, that black and white has a warmth to it that. Had it's that new... film been made in color, yes, it's more vibrant, but it's not. It's what you remember that makes it special. If only you know, and and some people say colorizing kind of brings it into the modern era, which uh, there are certain classic things you should not bring into the modern era. You know, Ted Turner spent a fortune colorizing these movies. Why couldn't he have done something with WCW? You know, you could have colorized that shit. Bland ass motherfucking. Horse shit, but you know, no, I get it, especially with the music. Go back, tell us how you really feel. Well, there was this one time that <laughs> maybe, you know, again that you you lose the warm the warmth of it, and well, that, it's a, it's a lot of how I feel about when they reboot these movies and they tell the original story, but they embellish this and they turn this around, and I'm like, what was wrong with the original? What well, was wrong? This is exactly where the way these these execs look at it. <clears throat> they see the original. Let's say, take Star Wars for example. Did they really need to do the last set? They kind of painted themselves into that corner, but they could have just left it as it was, and no, none would be the wiser. What because it was set? special. What last set? I'm, I'm just the, trying. To... The, uh, One, the two, and three. Jedi. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, seven, the newer eight, ones. Well, no, the, 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 it's not a matter of doing it. It's a matter of who did it. One, right. two, three, four, five, and six, six were all Lucas. All Lucas. Right. Everything after so, that is not Lucas. I don't consider those Star Wars movies. Those are no, Disney movies. Those are mm-hmm. Disney movies, and they're J.J. Abrams. They're they're Disney movies, and that's mm-hmm. that's that's what I Disney. consider them. And they're not is, a Spielberg movie. What is Disney? Other than their their media output, you're famous for is their franchise being woke, mer- merchandising. Um, that's a, a whole new gener- sucking every fucking dollar you own out of your wallet. <laughs> yeah, that that's merchandising because that's that's key to his their success. Mm-hmm. Now Disney, Disney puts their their they own Star Wars, they own Marvel, uh, what, Marvel, they own this, they own that. So they're 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 Don't putting their hands on, on it. That. Oh, Don't I get know. me started I, on that fucking Marvel I, I, shit. I'll fucking the, lose my shit. That, that's I feel, it? I feel the same way. Um, Trigger! But that, <laughs> but that, but that cue that, that, that these <clears throat> that cue that these uh, producers or creators follow is Lucas's own was Lucas's own perpetuation. He mastered the, the merchandising of toys to uh, oh, yeah. a movie. He, oh, he yeah. was the first he was the first successful 
um, attempted doing it. They had, you know, like Planet of the Apes action figures and shit like that, but they were they were eight inch, six or eight inch figures. Tanner approached him and said, "How about we make them three inches, so you, you can have more of them in the, in the in the same space." Mm-hmm. And so he said, "As long as I get X amount in the merchandising, that's the agreement." And he he made out. He he had prime. He had the sole sole. Not be me. Two of them froze, so it's got to be their internet. Some shit. There they are. He created it. Yeah, he created. It. I don't know what the fuck that was. That was weird. I don't either. Um, but he created that. So all these other producers, like J.J. Abrams and the guys at DC, they see that. They're boom, boom. Then they they own that. They own that material for as long as they own it until they sell it off to somebody else. So there's another two generations of, of people who are going to play their video games and buy their toys and go to their theme parks that are based upon these intellectual properties. Mm-hmm. It's, it's probably it a smart. This... It's a smart move financially. I agree with what you say, though, Chris. It's not not what I remember. The nostalgia value of it. It's not what I remember. It's not a. Stan Lee is rolling over in his grave. Oh, absolutely. And and let's start let's start at the beginning let's just let's take it all the way back for a moment is that you know i think sometimes what you know people's like especially younger kids now and they're you know well, why do you why can't you just allow the reboot da, da, da. how about you have an original fucking idea of your own and stop taking the good shit from the past and making it shitty well, take for example uh, take for example that is how it's pe- always happened i mean yeah. look how many times um uh not the movie gaslight what is it uh what's the movie where the guy's locked in the he's stuck in an apartment because he's hurt and he witnesses the murder in the house next door through the back window through the rear window i mean that movie has been with the same title been done a million times great ideas with new casts and i'm not saying that he didn't all right and there's (laughs) and and uh what but but those good ideas are, I guess, unfortunately, good ideas are always good ideas. It's how but, you wrap them and present them. Yeah, you, uh, you like I gotta them. be honest, I'm really excited to see. Uh, I'm a big fan of the old one. I'm really kind of excited to see the new house party. Okay. Well, I, I, ooh, All right. It's a little. It's a. It's it's a little more nowadays hood as an older as an OG. Um, right. I want to see where they go with it and how they take it. They put a new spin on it. Uh, they break into LeBron's house while LeBron is out, and they throw a party at LeBron's house. Okay. So, um, and it gets wild, and there's weed smoking and a koala bear and some fucked up shit going on. Oh, that. Okay. And you've, got some, and you've got some newer, some newer hip hop. Uh, it's the same cast in a new situation. You're well, no, it's it's, it's a completely new cast. It's oh, it's, it is. Everybody is a completely oh, I, new I actor, but I it's just more of a current environment with the upscale of throwing a house at bronze house throwing a party okay. at bronze house um yeah, so can, i'm interested to see where they go with it um i mean i don't think you can beat the first one with the dad and where the boy's head it looked like a robin boy, harris boy head looked like a whisk broom that's right and just peace, uh you know bow-legged lou and all them guys man i don't know about you you, you remember, but uh, what I'm about to get in that stuff, all I'm thinking about is the stuff. And then Dragon remember, Breath, I remember Dragon yeah, and Breath. Dra- Ooh, you got the dragon. 
Don't be bringing yeah, Bra- Dragon back to my party. Uh, Baby's Kids was uh, Wilson's original skit and material, and that's one of the Robin's Harris. Fucking- uh, yeah, that was. Yeah. I I'm not gonna lie. I I own that shit digitally. It's the only movie I own digitally. I own Baby's <laughs> Kids. Baby's Kids. Baby's Kids on Prime. I can watch that shit every day if I want to. And I can't remember who did the, the voice, but he's another. He's another, he was a pretty another prolific. Well, Tone Tone Loke was the baby. Yeah. Yep. Tone Loke was it. Yeah. The guy who played Robin, uh, I think, did a really good job. I can't remember his exact name. Looking it up now. Other, other black actor that was pretty prolific. Those um, ain't but, my kids. Those baby kids. Baby's kids. Baby at home getting her boot smoked right now. <laughs> like you could be. Uh, Face on Love did the on love, Robin yes. Harris. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and he's a, he's a fantastic actor, too. He's very funny. But, yeah, Baby's Kids, his original stand-up uh, performance of that is was one of my father's and my favorite stand-up skits of all time because it he tells it, it it's cosby-esque how cosby used to paint a picture of his childhood mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. most of his most of his comedy was like that it's just like this is me this is what how i grew up and this is why i, I am the way i am i i read an article years ago i had it saved i think i lost it in a move where he was interviewed i want to say it was either rolling stone Vanity Fair, I think it was Vanity Fair. They interviewed him, it was a tiny little piece buried all the way in the back. But it was right before he died, and that's what he said. He's like, This is my comedy, is my therapy. This is who I this is, where how I grew up, and this is why I became the man I did. And this is this ain't no bullshit. This is this is who I am. And it just you know, when he died so young, kind of made that kind of bittersweet that he was actually celebrating it, and then he didn't he didn't live long enough to see. Just how just how great he become. Yeah, and he was on the cusp of becoming huge. He was breaking out when that you know the re- the I say the record the CD the cassette the record of his stand up and the Bebe's kids. It had just come out, and then well, a couple yeah, weeks he later, kinda, he dropped out of a heart attack. He was yeah. he was kind of underground as far as, and I'm going to say it. Most of the white people were concerned. Like you know what I mean. You had to yeah. be. You, you kind of had to pay attention to comedy and not just show what they were putting on MTV's comedy, uh, half hour comedy hour. Um, he was kind of a, a part of a, a subversive comedy group. So mm-hmm. you yeah. had to kind of go that way in order to, to, to really know about his shit. And yeah, with Bebe's kids and then his act was starting to become more mainstream and allow, yeah. you know what I mean? He was getting yeah. those, he was getting the numbers there was a um and then, was yeah a, and then then he dropped fucking dead my dad and i used to listen to him because wait we, they were going back to the mid 80s from 85 on there was a college station right here in connecticut that used to do a comedy hour every sunday night mm-hmm. either between nine and ten yep. or they do the explicit one at 11 after 11 o'clock and i would record it and my dad and i would listen to it and that's where we first heard him we thought we heard a lot of comics way before they were popular in the mid 80s that, that just kind of you know, rolled out of the, the stand-up comic scene because I that's, that's one of how my... I became familiar with Mitch Hedberg, right? And and that's how when I first heard him was on the radio, and then he he got a little bit more popular, and then there were bootleg videotapes that would go around of stand-up comedy. I mean, that that's actually a market is people who mm-hmm. go and film these the up-and-coming comedians, you know, and then they they, they make a compilation of two and a half hours, sell it on used to sell the tape that's how we would discover a ton of comedians stand-up comedy is oh, one yeah. of my favorite one of my favorite things I, oh it's I, beautiful I, I watch a lot of it i listen to a lot of it most of the stuff on my 
iPhone, if you were to pull up um, what I've been playing recently, it's usually stand-up comedy set or podcasts by stand-up comics. Because mm-hmm. it's a fascinating industry to me. There's still there's still lines from Bebe's Kids, the the comedy bit and the movie that I'll use to this day, and Herm is familiar with one, is my dad used to put on that old blues record that Skip, when it was time for me to catch a whoop, is a, I'll whoop you when I wanna. When I wanna. When I wanna. When I wanna. We're babies, kids. We don't die. We don't we die. Multiply. We multiply. There it is. That's good <laughs> shit. Guys, that's your homework. All of you out there, go find I think it's on HBO Max right now. If not, go to Amazon and rent it for $3.99. Yep. Watch Baby's Kids sometime this week. Yep, it's good shit. It's really it's good a, shit. Yeah, yeah animated, it is. Animated, and it came out, I want to say, 91? 92, 93 was the maybe, official release. Yeah, maybe yeah. 92. I think they started it in 91. And they, yeah, you're right. Everybody's got a Google machine. I'm the only one that knows how to use the Google machine. 1992, uh, IMDB says. So you were right. I apologize. Yeah. Cool. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna... <laughs> People also ask, is Baby's Kids a real story? No, dumbass. It's a comedy bit. <laughs> uh, Who asked these questions on the Google machine? But yeah, so, um, you know, even though he tried to trail us off in a different direction, Lynch is my asshole of the week. Yep. Oh. I am. You're welcome. So, uh, Herm, you've got one, so hit the music so you can tell us about uh, your asshole of the week. Here. We got, uh, let's see. Chocolate starfish of the week. Yes. There you go. How does it feel to be a real asshole? All right, so my asshole of the week is the 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 the, the <laughs> duh, state duh, government duh. of of Colorado. Okay, it's a lot he's of assholes. The, he's coming up with the. With it's the a energy. lot of assholes. It's like a a, 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 a melange. Yes, it is. A it's a blend. It's an asshole buffet. It's a it's, it's an asshole buffet. Asshole, asshole mid-board? smorgasbord. Um, they just passed uh, a law that, uh, starting this year, within two years, uh, starting as of the first of this year, uh, within two years, all egg producers in the state have to be cage-free chicken. So, yeah, free range. And, well, not free range, cage-free. There's a difference. Oh, yeah, there is. But they There's usually turn them into free range because it's cheaper. Now, it, it does require... Now, the, the thing is, is that it does require, um, uh, like, uh, pecking and scratching-style feeding instead of bulk feeding. Uh, so there's uh, an amount of property required in order to make that happen because you can't just... Um, you know, let chickens pick a cl- area clean and then put more chicken, keep running chickens through there. Eventually there's no food. So um, basically I was reading an article and uh, from the egg producers and it's going to make egg prices go way the fuck up. Now, yep. they're, like they're not already expensive enough. All right. The but, uh, national um, average is, is six. I think the national average is like five ninety five for a dozen eggs. That's yeah, nuts. That, it's, it's, it's That's higher insanity. Than that. It's higher than that. Like eggs in Cal- uh, a, a friend of uh, a guy at work just paid eleven dollars for a dozen eggs in California. Well, they're not the average. And, California, no, well, and, and, the well, average. that and that's a lot of it has to do with that cage-free thing. So uh, <clears throat> that's where it's going, and the egg producers 
are saying that with projections and what it's going to cost them, they won't be able to recoup the costs of what it's of of changing to this style of production for almost 10 years. Yeah. Which means they're in the hole for 10 years, which means they got to charge more for eggs to make up for the hole. Yep. And so and, and what I kick in the deck to the to the farmers that were uh, were producing on a on a limited amount of land, let's say they had the minimum, the bare minimum to have any chickens, let alone ranged or whatever. Now they got a, that, that's a whole new business model for them. They, they either have to retrofit the, the facility to um, accommodate that or find a new facility. Yeah, I'm thinking about real estate, buying real estate like is, four, four hens and a rooster and putting them back in the yard. Well, we, I used to have, we had chickens for, for several years here until last year, last winter, they got decimated by a fox. And we're like, fuck it, we're taking a, we're taking a season off. Same thing with the bees. We're going to start that up again. Um, but yeah, that, that the, that's like flicking a light switch and changing your, telling you to change your entire life right now, change everything you've, that you've done or you're ever going to do like from here forward. Yeah. And, and like you're forcing I, I me to it, change my entire business. Well, mm-hmm. and you're forcing the consumer to like, do I go without eggs? Cause I can't afford them for at 11 bucks a fucking dozen eggs are right. in everything. You bake exactly. eggs. Room, is everything at? okay over there? Yeah, I'm, I'm laughing at the egg forgiveness. Put it up on the yeah. screen so the peoples can see it. That's right. Egg forgiveness. Sign a petition now. Eggs should That's be free. Right. Eggs should eggs, be free. Eggs life. But now. yeah, I mean, uh, we're allowed to have chickens here. Like, there's no restrictions. So I don't need a permit or anything. You're allowed to oh, just yeah, have here. chickens on your property here. So I'll just yeah, here, build a little. Here in Oakdale, they don't care. Yeah. Four and a rooster and call it good. You put that rooster in there, you're going to have more chickens, chicken McNuggets, chicken fried steak, chicken everything. Well, that's the thing with the rooster is that the only purpose you put a rooster that in there is, is to because, fuck. Well, no, no. And protect. Well, no, because chickens don't fuck. I know. <laughs> but what the rooster's there for is that if there's a rooster there, the hens want to lay eggs for him to fertilize. So yeah, it's kind of that that thing, but without the rooster, the hens don't give a fuck if they bought their, their produce eggs. With their male around, their bodies go into egg production constantly, and, and you run different. it through the season. And then during the winter, you shut it off. You cool yeah. them down. You don't encourage egg production, and you let them rest. And then in the well, spring, you start them up again. And that's in that's built into the chickens. Um, uh, life cycle they know right, that, that when winter comes their egg product their body well yeah down. because, because they're conserving energy to stay honestly, warm they're making energy to stay warm that's because chickens and snakes are the same animal yes yes we don't when we eat stuff we say it tastes like chicken but chickens and lizards and all that stuff that tastes like chicken all came from dinosaurs so technically yes. we're, it don't taste like chicken they all taste like dinosaurs but that's the thing dinosaurs earth is flat um, right right you know what i mean <laughs> hashtag make. all that shit's wrong um it's all lies um yep. but yeah so chickens shit the same way as a snake it's urets and a small amount of solid matter yeah that's the white stuff same thing yep. as a snake i clean it all the time out of at a hose cage so 
that's it. In the winter, they want to shut down and not do egg production. And then in the spring, that's when that's when they want to do it. That's when they want to. So in the winter, they just kind of want to brewmate and hang out in the cold and not make make eggs. There you Her go. Chicken lives matter. Nice. Oh my god. So wow, it it sounds like you know once again, and I don't I don't think this about Colorado having you know. Even before you moved out there, I was always, you know, fascinated by their politics. And they seemed, you know, right down the center. It wasn't too far left or too far right. This is one of those things where, you know, we're just we're just making a sweeping change and forcing you to do it. We're not asking and, and, you. And we're I, telling I get, you. I get a lot of the reasons behind it. I, I understand well. that. All right. It's it. You First of all, you get better eggs. You do. You All right, so I'll that. get that. You, you get better under, quality eggs. A chicken under stress like that, being being confined to a cage, they they will continue <coughs> to they continue to produce eggs, but the egg the quality of the eggs is not the same as it would be if they weren't so stressed out. It all Any tastes animal, the same to me, covered in ketchup. Yeah, but when you're when you're a baker and that's your living, and you get a bad batch of eggs, not necessarily like rotten but just aren't the same quality you're used to, it would completely kill that baker for a week. They should buy brown eggs. Because brown eggs are local eggs. And local eggs are fresh. Brown eggs are local eggs, and local eggs are fresh. I hate brown eggs. Why? I hate them. Why? All right, because first of all, brown chickens lay a... The shell is thinner. Yeah. It's thinner. Yeah, the white eggs are thicker. All right, the white egg shell is thicker. Also, the shell is thinner on a brown egg, but the inner membrane is thicker. Yeah. So when you break them, they have a tendency to shatter more than a white egg, which will just split. That's racist. And because the, um, it's the truth, brown (laughs) eggs are local eggs and local eggs are shit. Um, (laughs) And the membrane, when you have to stick your thumb through the crack, because the shell is thick, because the shell is thicker, it doesn't shatter into a million little pieces like a thin piece of glass. And the membrane is thinner, so you get into the egg and separate easier. White so, eggs break easier. And if it's, you know, as far as the egg is concerned, if it's white, it's right. Well, and that, I, when Megan, <laughs> if it's brown, year, we ain't down. All right. From like October, November until like, say, February, Megan bakes a lot. You know, she she knows Chris has had her pies before and mm-hmm. all the other goodness that she makes and cookies. Um, so I buy her white eggs intentionally. I'll just go to Walmart and get the big, what is it, 96 egg thing. And just here's all white eggs because they are so much easier to crack because you can crack them faster and you're on the go. With brown eggs, like you said, bulk, you hit the shell and then the membrane just there saying, fuck you, I'm not going to break. Fuck brown eggs. Yeah. Fuck brown wow. Eggs. And they're harder to peel when they're hard boiled, because they're stickier. The membrane is stickier. What? What am I missing? The fuck is wrong with her? <laughs> Tastes like. Oh chicken. my lord! Okay, so now that we got the egg thing out of the way, you can play that outro music. We are done with our assholes of the week. Thank you for playing. Thank you for playing. Thanks for playing along. The prize <laughs> is in the mail. That's right. And maybe we'll get the outro music. Maybe I'm an Just like you. 
All right. So, yeah, a couple new laws on the books as of January 1 for Connecticut. <clears throat> Beautiful. First one is uh, deposit tax. Uh, deposit. Not deposit tax. Deposits on bottled beverages. They're doing sports drinks, Gatorade, Powerade. Uh, iced teas are now uh, deposit. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple other items that hadn't been deposit before are now deposit. And in 2024, you will be charged 10 cents per unit instead of 5 cents per unit. So we now, don't need any of that here. Jen fucking hates it here. There's the trash. You put everything in one trash can and throw it in one bin, and the trash company picks it up and takes it away. There's I no love recycling it. bin. We burn cardboard, but if not, we throw it. It's single stream, and Jen's like, I hate it. It fucking I love it. me. I do. It it's you. like going. It's like going to work. Everything goes in a trash can, and some asshole hauls it away. Yeah, bingo. The way it should yeah. be. The way nature intended it. So yeah, the, so that'll affect um, affect consumers at, uh, at the end. You know, you instead of paying sixty cents, you're paying twice that dollar twenty per six pack. Look, I'm okay with that, and I really am. But at the end of the day, are they actually going to put the money towards something? I don't know, useful. Oh, the, as they're collecting. As a footnote, however, semicolon. Um, the, they've proven that since they instituted the deposit on nips of shooters of uh, alcohol, <clears throat> they rate, I, I don't remember, the ins- it was an insane amount of money. And it's going to be basically distributed up to the towns that don't have, like, the, like the, the reach, a small town that doesn't have the reach of, say, like a Hartford or New Haven. So it's going to good use. It's not Let's just going so. away. But I was look, pretty shocked at the number. Okay, it's going to good use. All right, excellent. There was never any question as to where they were going to use it. Here's my. Here's the real fucking question: mm-hmm. Is it have they determined whether it's cleaning up the fucking bottles? Because that was their big ass fucking push. Yep. Have they determined he- how much trash is on the side of the road? Never cared about where it was going. Always knew it would go somewhere. Well. My question is, is the reason you gave is why you implemented it fucking working? No. Well, so <laughs> it's funny you say that. So I read a little thing. It's, it was uh, they were interviewing somebody some, somewhere in Connecticut. I want to say like Preston or something. Uh, he said, now every time you see a beer can that's thrown now in the right now, now you're seeing, seeing pint bottles, nips, pint bottles and nips because they did. Guess what? They didn't. Put a deposit on pints or half pints or 750s or any or magnums they only put them on the nips and the, the reason they put them on the nips is because according to connecticut it was an eyesore so they did this to institute to get people to return them when after they're done with them no people don't they're return just buying nips. the untaxed bottles and throwing if you're, those if you're buying you're buying if you're buying nips at a liquor store four or five at a time you're not waiting until you get home to open that nip you're drinking at least two or three of them on the way home, if not all of them. Two or three? Say, Jesus Christ. Jesus you're just gonna Christ. Throw, you're going you're gonna to throw them out the window. And that's what I it, used to think, you know, no matter I, where I, I personally, I personally think, no, it has not made a difference because I I pay attention to that shit when, when, when they make these little decisions to increase prices on anything in Connecticut. It's exactly the same or worse. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess you know what? from a from a couple episodes ago, I I had the town of Montville as an asshole of the week for 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 limiting the amount of trash I can bring. Number one by by bag 
limits one one trip a week up to eight bags um and charging me for getting my freebie and charging people if they if they are non-residents charging people 40 50 bucks and the residents that are empty on their punch card they don't bring free punches 40 bucks mm -hmm. to dump a couch i've already seen more fuck your couch here, fuck your couch Rick hello James, amber bitch. how are you amber's in the house amber's in the house bitch but That's no right. i've seen more i've seen more shit on the side of the road in montville and, and it's prompting people to burn their own shit Right, and looking around to some of these parking lots, whether it's a Walmart or a local bank or whatever the fuck, you may not always see dirt in the parking lot, but you'll see a nip bottle almost everywhere you go. Every time I pull into anywhere in Walmart or Big White parking lot. I'm starting to think that the people at Dunkin' Donuts are all alcoholics, because if you've ever actually got out of your car... Yeah. What up, Derek the Undertaker? We were just talking about you earlier in the show. Um, no matter where you... If you go to a Dunkin' Donuts, like down here on the west side of Norwich... And you get out of your car to walk in because the line, the drive-through line is too long. Dirt, Nip dirt. bottles everywhere. Dirt. It's like, oh shit, I gotta make the cold brew mocha chocolata yata, and, and they throw their nip bottle out and they go in and make your fucking donuts. Yo, De Derek profile picture looked like he about to drop the most slamming fucking late '80s R&B <laughs> album. He looks like Snow. Informa. <laughs> he fucked a whale and licked his, and boom, licked his boom boom down. Boom down. Ooh, I'm never going to hear it the same again. Awesome, thank you. That's the way we've heard it for That's the way years. I've heard it for 30 years. Oh yeah, that's that's pretty much since the song came out. That's how I've heard it. It's the only fucking line we know of the song. The rest of it's like... Inform Fuck a whale. And the kids boom boom down. That's it. It's the only, that's all the lyrics we got. Okay, so here's another blast from the past for you. I'm shopping with Emma before she went home, and we're in what man, whatever fucking makeup store she dragged me into. Sephora, and Ulta, la 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 la. Does it does it fucking matter? No, it's all overspensive bullshit. Um, I need this three hundred and sixty-four dollars. They're plus. playing, they're playing, the old uh, La Bouche, "Be My Lover," and I'm singing the lyrics I sang back Ooh, in the nineties. Be Beat my lover. lover gonna beat my and if you remember jeremy god rest his soul hear that song he's got the imaginary whip in his hand I'm gonna beat my lover gonna beat my oh emma's like can you not i'm like i can't sing the regular no, lyrics. i don't just... know any other way to do that i'm sorry it's what we Watch, were taught i just want to make sure i want to make sure that lynch didn't have his mountain dew gimmick near his lips <sighs> have you heard fucking hostile the same way since i shared that video almost 10 years ago that misheard lyrics video. Oh, that's the best one, man. The best one. I still sing I it with the misheard lyrics all the fucking yeah. time. Yeah, that's great. Um, another one. Oh, oh, I I always joke around and used to joke around and say, "Hold me closer, Tony Danza," instead of "Tiny mm -hmm. Dancer." Now every yeah. time I hear "Tiny Dancer," that's all I hear in my head is "Tony." You can't Danza. hear it. I said it once to can't me and Joe. It. Just like just keep, you know, it's <laughs> bouncing around him. I was on arm like a marble in my fucking head, man. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. Tony Danza's funny, an asshole. Because he's gay. <laughs> Not Tony Danza. No. Elton John's. Well, you know, if if that's if that's what you're into, whatever. Oh, Let's see what else ooh. happened this week. Uh, the other law. Uh, oh yes, new laws. New laws number two, which is. Top of the should be top of the list is um, 
the forgiveness law. If you had previously been arrested uh, for possession of marijuana or familiar with marijuana, those charges are all going to be dropped. Excellent. Now, because recreational pot is legal, that's kind of the, the, the forgive me that the state's going to give to people who are arrested for, for in jail for marijuana. I think I hear about somebody beating their girlfriend, daughter, whatever girlfriend, almost to death, and they get a couple of years. But you hear these people who got busted with, you know, a couple ounces going to jail. Yeah, for and they're getting rung up for ten, 10 to fifteen. Ten yeah. to fifteen. Come on, man. Come on, and that, that's what we need to a real hard look at and re- reassess our justice system and, and the punishment, how it's doled out with the minimum well, and maximum you, you, mark. You, you got to remember. Hold on. Um, I, I agree with that, and I agree with letting everybody that's in on any any sort of marijuana charge be be vacated. All right, but remember, when everybody's caught the very first time, nobody goes to jail. No. No, no, no. The first time nobody's thing. goes to jail. Rung up on 10 to 15 is when you're on probation, you get stopped, and you got a joint in your pocket. Mm-hmm. So... Remember, you had to continually break those laws because I got busted with with weed in a car and it never even materialized in court with the other charges that were going on. You know what I mean? Like that the the the, plus the amount that I had in the car was legal at the time to have, but it wasn't over a certain amount. I know what the, right. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it's, it, it, it's, it, it was at the time when it would, when it had been decriminalized. So all I had on me was a $40 fine and they take and my it, weed in my pipe. Mm. Yeah. And it was a, it was a, of a weight and, and quantity of that you, they could not prove distribution. It was for personal. Yeah. Purpose. Like I, I was in there to get arraigned and the, I stood in front of the lady in the booth and she's reading shit off the paper and I'm like, yeah, stuff. Uh-huh. Yep. No, and she's like, no. what are you going to do about these drug charges? You... I straight up looked at her and like, you can fuck yourself on those drug charges. I know what was in my pocket. I know what was in my car. I know what they took. Weigh it out. Mm-hmm. There is no drug charge. I'll pay my fine and be out of here on that. Bingo. And it never happened. They never even, the drug charges for drugs never even surfaced. And I know they hadn't weighed anything or whatnot, and they had amounts written down that were wrong. And I was like, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah, charge me with it. Let's go. If Let's... you have an eighth, that's not for distribution. That's for consumption. I had I had a a bowl pack. I had worked at the club that night at the strip club, and a guy I had a couple of people up in a booth, and a, a couple of clients, and uh, I was given a nugget, and I packed the nugget in the bowl. And was going through McDonald's at 3 a.m. after closing the strip club down. And there was empty bottles in the car on the floor. And the manager freaked out and smell, saw, saw me smoking weed, which she didn't. And saw me <laughs> drinking beers, which I wasn't. And then called the police and they proceeded to arrest me that right then and there. And it was bad. But, um, bad Bonnie? Yeah, it was bad. But, um, yeah... I'm down with it, but remember, the, anybody that's in jail for you know that kind of did it. They did it a few times, mm-hmm. yeah. And they 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 messed up a few times. I'm not saying don't let them go, but remember, they messed up a few times. Yeah. I have to point this out. I'm being out. real. 
I have to point this out because it just changed my entire worldview on John Taylor. Uh, John wants to know when we getting high, yo. Let's get it done. I don't generally. I mean, I'll have look at see. Herm's already four twenty happy. Lynch hasn't had an edible, or else he'd be talking about asses and butts and wieners about and stuff. Sticking oh, a I thumb did. In, a, uh, in somebody's ass. I did. Oh, okay. Well, oh, excellent. We'll probably get we're that. Missing, we're close. missing the game here, but John, when Mike comes back out, we'll put something together. Uh, hell, I'll even participate, and I don't do it that often, so it'll be a special thing. Um, Tonight, quick, very special. <laughs> before we go, with about 20 minutes left, uh, it looked like 2023 was trying to put 2022 to shame in the last couple days between Pope Benedict the 16th, Barbara Walters, Barbara and Walters. I actually Lynch got me on this one. Don West, the uh, sports card pitch man, who I didn't know did wrestling for a while. Yep. But yep. I remember Don West from you know all of those, <sighs> all of those you know. Mega sports cards. You're guaranteed to get at least 16 rookie cards in every set and two of this and four of this and buy it now. And you buy the set and those are the only good things in there. And you get a box full of Steve Balboni and Mike Pagliarulo, who nobody gives a shit about. I, I bought a bunch of those boxes. So did I did. Uh, Jim Lollamere mom- did. We actually went halves on one one time thinking of all the money we're going to make reselling these cards. Only about 25 of the cards were worth the shit. My mom bought, uh, first bought me those well, from QVC. Or home shopping, mm-hmm. one of the one yeah. of the two, for my birthday yep. or Christmas or something, and then I figured out where I could get them, and I ordered. I, Christ, I like the last one I ever ordered was when I first got together with Megan in '97, just mm. just for shits and grins. Wow! But yeah, I I saw the name. I saw the name. I'm like, why do I know that name? And then when I sent it to you, you you send it back, and I'm like, yes, that's exactly why I know that name. The sports card guy. Yeah, I I I didn't remember. I figured him as a, as an announcer of of some sort, being a, that he was a wrestling announcer. I'm like, oh, yeah, I had no the, clue. The sports the sports card dude. Yep. Yeah, Betty on the Betty White, Barbara Walters. <laughs> Betty White was last year. Uh, what ninety three? Something like yeah, that. Ninety three. She had a good run. And post- oh yeah, Barbara, ooh, Barbara Walters. Yeah. Yeah. Was it ninety three or eighty three? Well, it was easily 93. I'm looking it up now. I'm going to the Google machine. I know it it ends in the three. 23. Yeah, 123. She just looked, she just had a rough life. It's only 20 years. Right. According to this, Barbara Walters died at the age of 93 years old. All right. She was born in Boston, Massachusetts. Yes. I didn't know that. Because her accent belies her Bostonianness. Yeah. She sounded very British. I've, I've always wondered about, about that inflection that that like uh, Gilda Radner made famous, "Baba Wawa." Baba Wawa. How, what 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 speech pattern is that? That's not New England. No, oh, I just got my like, answer. It's, it's go a, ahead, uh, please. Go ahead. Um, her father was British, born in London. Okay, uh, and they grew up. They grew up in Boston and New York City, and but she was around her Boston, her her English father. That's probably where she picked up a lot of that accent. That makes sense All right, that because, is because, it's... because with accents, the way it works is you can move it around wherever you go, and you will pick it up up until about the time you're fourteen. You can move yeah. in three or four different the south, the west, up north. Um, wherever you are speaking after 14, 
or what you're speaking around. And if she's speaking with British, like um, we've seen it with what's her name, Emily Hunt, the daughter one asks where uh, she does a bit where the the daughter was always asked for mommy, can I have some water? You know what I mean? Like in the can and then like water. yeah, and we've been right, and then they've moved to 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 America, and now she's like, mom, can I get some water? Yeah. And she's like, water? No, mom, it's water. Water. It's water. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of that way. You can move it around before 12 to 14. And then after that, wherever you are speaking it, that's what sticks. Even if you go home, you can change, but it still goes back. Well, my it wife, does, you're absolutely right. When my wife is around her brothers and her dad and sister, because of Philadelphia, her Philly accent becomes more pronounced. It's not right. If she was around her father till you know, uh, uh, whenever she in moved 20s. out of the house, went to college, just, you know yeah. what I mean, in her, in mm -hmm. her late teens, then she would have had that. that she says that things. She inflects kind of funny sometimes. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what are you talking about? Or is a it is piece, my piece of slang I've never heard it, her say Right. Before. It is my distinct yeah. pleasure to welcome to the broadcast. It says he's listening here, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Skinny Jesus. Skinny Jesus oh. is here. It says oh. Alex. Alex Smith. Alex Smith is watching. Skinny Jesus. Very nice. Very nice. And Jen's I late to the party. Happy New Year, Jen. My, my long-haired, beautiful friend. Yeah, yeah. I got a heart from Alex. Yes, I yeah. did. Wait a minute. You long-haired? Yes. Beautiful. Okay. You need to get your glasses checked. That boy is. That boy is bowling shoe ugly. Who, oh, Alex? On, man. Yes. Oh no, man, not. he makes the bottom of my shoe look good. Oh, come uh, on. Alex, being... <laughs> Alex will make a freight train take a dirt road. Dirt road. Swear to Not God. Buzzard off a shit Swear wagon. to God. That's it. If if Alex gets up before the sun, the sun refuses to rise. And if the sun refuses, he is so to rise. he is uglier than shit. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, actually, Alex, we're just fucking with you. If we didn't, you he think knows. we didn't love you. He knows. That. Um, Sammy Ken says, Sizer's "Ever watch party?" That's all right. Ever watch Murder My Dirter skit Lynch? It's based on the PA accent. It's great if you haven't. You got some yeah, marching I just, orders. I, Don't ask I Lynch. He's not going to watch shit. He doesn't uh, do well with uses. fucking homework. No. Excellent, excellent class interaction. Mm -hmm. Good, good work on tests. Scores uh -huh. high. We're having a problem with homework. Mm -hmm. yeah, you basically read my high school report card. <laughs> Excellent class, class participation, good on tests, <laughs> definitely a fucking homework problem. So in, in the in the time we've talked about Don West, we've talked about, uh, talked about Barbara Walters, I do have to say the guy who got the shit under the stick being Pope Benedict XVI, he was the successor to easily the most pro, the most beloved and one of the most longest reigning popes we had right, in it was, the last he was hundred Paul, and some right? years. John yeah, Paul, to, yeah, yeah, like, over for John Paul too. Yeah, like he, there was no way he, you know, it's like Brian Greasy come in to fill, fill fucking Elway's <laughs> shoes. It's just it's Marcus just, Mariota and Matt Ryan. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just not happening, baby. Yo, yo, you is the Pope, but you ain't it. You ain't you ain't the Pope because the you pope are the Pope, buried. but you ain't it. You want yeah. you, you ain't the Pope. go ahead, please. When they announced a couple, when they announced a couple of weeks ago that he, he would be resting. At home for for the Christmas celebration and for New Year's, Megan said he's going to be dead after the weekend. And guess what? Yeah, he died. That was three four days ago. They announced that. And I'm and sad. He, I, what, I I think he was. I don't remember the previous pope. Um, because kind of we were Benedict. It was John Paul II. It was Benedict, and now it's Francis. Well, now right, Francis. But we don't. 
we you you guys and myself we were a little young for john paul ii I mean, we. Well, the, the, the he, started, he was pope for like 172 years. Like, <laughs> no, he wasn't that long. He was the pope when we were children, and, and he was right. the pope when, when we were adults. Oh, when we was, I'm going in. I was just going to say, I need an Alexa down here and ask that bitch nope. right on shit on my desk. I want to say it pope was John, in the 90s. Pope John Paul. Pope John Paul was the head of the Catholic Church as the pope from 1978 until his death in 2005. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hell yeah. of a run. Yeah, hell yeah of a 35, run. 35 years. Like, <laughs> the fuck? He was the Pope when we were kids, and he was the Pope when we were paying, when we were changing diapers, man. That... Mm-hmm. <laughs> when was the assassination attempt on him? 81. Was oh, it was 81. Yeah, and then yeah. they built the Pope Mobile. Yep. Robo Pope. He loves God and hates crime. Hates crime. He's coming, coming to a town near you. That's about the only thing I remember was the Pope Mobile. You know, hey, I'm in my You're in violation dome. of John three sixteen. <laughs> fucking Robocop. Pobo cop. <laughs> Popo cop. Robo Pope. Robo Pope. Robo Pope. There's another one. God bless Sam Tennyson for that bit. I love that bit. Yeah, yeah, that was a great bit. Uh what else happened this week? Oh, we we caught the uh the Idaho Yes. The Idaho murderer uh, just straight up, just um, nothing. We got nothing. Everybody's asking for help. They, they, the police department made it sound like they had no fucking clue what was going on. And then all they of a knew. sudden, we got that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, so think of how long it took almost exactly a month, right, Herm? From, from murder to, to arrest. Uh, yeah, just, about that. that. Just over. All right. <clears throat> any, any murder case. And there's a show about this, so I'm not just making this up. The first 48 hours are the most critical hours in solving homicide case. You have your chance to canvas, canvas witnesses, interview witnesses, physical evidence before it's touched. Right. And then with, if you get some one sort of clue, whether you get a hit on a fingerprint, you, that, it, that 48 hours gets you closer to the suspect. The further you get away from 48 hours, it becomes less and less solvable. So the first 48 hours are very critical. Keep this in mind. For them in a month to gather as much interview information as they have, interview the people they have, to dig so deep and to find this guy in 30 days, it was all based upon that Hyundai, white Hyundai Elantra. And to come to find out, that gentleman had been pulled over two to three times interstate on the cross-country trip from, from Idaho. So... They had to, there was direct connection interaction, so that made this such a fast case to solve. I mean, it's a slam dunk at this point. Like, crime scene has remained untouched since the day of the murders. So they now they have they have every opportunity to take currently gathered evidence and go back for more if they have to have to correlate one thing to another. That was an amazing effort, amazing police work, and it was a very good cooperation between the federal FBI and the local police department, the state police department. That was amazing. <laughs> Both Jeff and Jack lurched their heads around. We got that motherfucker. You know what? We're here to entertain you guys. That's what we do. Oh, okay. So we got, look, I know they got him in Pennsylvania. They had to have had leads. They were just, I think they weren't showing their hands for a reason. I think so too. I think they were holding. I think they were keeping their hand very close to the vest, um, 
for to not risk. Um, and I think that was the smart thing to do. A, com a complete bolting. He kind of stayed within the relative within a. He only went so far and then kind of was staying there. He wasn't ready. To, I mean, Idaho to Pennsylvania is, is is a truck. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's not like just going over minutes. to the next state. <laughs> but, yeah, it's not um, like us going to Rhode Island or you going to wherever. Right, right. You know, you know it's. But um, um I, the most so they had to keep it quiet, or else so he, he didn't run because because it's such a sensitive media presence of of the case. The more the police talk, the more likely this guy is because he's traveling is likely to see it on the news, on the internet, uh, mm -hmm. newspaper. So yeah, it was a very smart move. That yeah, was and now with everything being a twenty-four hour news cycle, everybody knew about this in the hours after it happened. So if you let any piece of the investigation get out, maybe in Iowa, it's like, you know, breaking news that moment. But 15 minutes later, you're going to know about it in Ohio. And five minutes after that, you're going to know about it in New York and in New Haven. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, keeping, that, keeping it close to the vest was the best thing they could have done. In the well, yeah, morning. keeping it very not just close to the vest, but keeping it very, let's be honest, vague, vague. Um, vague. very vague. And if you you. A lot of people watching were like, "Man, these—it's the, small town. They don't know what the fuck they're doing." Yeah, they don't do. And J J even Jen said it at one point. She was like, "They haven't had a real murder in five years, and they've got all this experience." Well, yeah, they are, but investigating is investigating. It doesn't really matter what you're what you're investigating. The the right. the, the, the tactics are the same. It's a lot of footwork and questioning and asking questions. Yep, yep. But and the most interesting part of this story is what he what he was a student of. Right. And that, I mean, I was, was like, really and, cool. and, and I, and I told Jen, I was like, I, I don't think that's it. I said, they are a small department and I think they know that, but they've already asked state police in, they've already asked the FBI to come in and help. Um, they've already kind of know the fact that this is, this is kind of, this is a big deal and we got to make, we, we need some extra help and some input on this. So, um, they did a good job, uh, I'm sure. Uh, but, um, you know, yeah, 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 they did. They played it really close to the vest and it almost looked like they just didn't know what the fuck they were doing. You could almost watch it and you know what I mean? And, and, and be like, these guys don't know what the fuck's up. So if that's the case, your criminal who thinks he's already got away with something is watching that really being comfortable with the fact that he is not. He's not worried about these fuckers catching him at all. No. <sighs> he thought he had it by the balls. He was he was scot free. He thought he was long gone. Yeah. Nope. Yep. But no, that was pretty cool. And what he what he studied was student of it was uh, criminology, and basically from one one th little thing I I read what he was studying and what how he committed the murders was he was seems like he was trying to see what it would be physically and emotionally to commit murder. He was like a, like a experiment. I don't Unfucking think so. Unbelievable. I don't think so. There is the father has come out and said that there is one of the fathers has come out and said that there is a, 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 a link to a degree now personally, between <clears throat> there's a lot of speculation, but I think my, me personally, um, and what others close to the family, have said is that uh, in the article that I read was that they think 
that one of the girls turned him down. That could be it. That um, could be it. What she thinks they 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 believe that he made advances and she shut it down. Not sure where it went after that. Maybe you know. Well, who knows what he's sense. thinking, or her friends making fun of on of it? At, who knows? Uh, I'm speculating at this point, but it all I know is sense, I read though. that the father has it has hinted that there is a connection of some sort. So it would, would make sense as to why he killed who he killed, and not the downstairs people. He knew she slept upstairs, probably took care of her first, and then oh shit, I got to take care of the other other ones in case they saw or heard me come in. Because like people downstairs yeah. woke up in the morning and found what the fuck, what the fuck just happened overnight. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, they they immediately thought that somebody had passed was passed out and not not conscious, and then yeah. called some friends because they thought their friend was fucked up, and then they realized that people were dead, so they called mm-hmm. the police. Yeah. The police yeah. responded to the house about eleven a.m. the next morning. Yeah. So crazy. yeah, um, yeah. Dude definitely has. Uh, I mean, he was finishing his PhD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not really. He was finishing it's his cre- PhD. Fucking creepy. It's fucking creepy, man. Yep. Creepy, creepy, creepy. It's fucked up. People are crazy, and you know, I watched the. I watch these documentary documentaries every now and again. Yeah, back in the day, the asylums were shady to say the least. Mental health has grown so much in the way we treat it that, you know, when we say, oh, dude's crazy, we're not saying that in a bad way. We're saying he could have been treated. It's just a matter of, you know, obviously he didn't want to be treated. He was happy just going about his business, going for his law, uh, going for his Ph.D. in criminology. And, oh, wait, now I'm going to murder a bunch of people. That's not normal. That's not sane. No, and I mean, yeah. there's got to be, and I, I'm waiting to see what, we don't have motive yet, There's we haven't heard anything, and I, I'm, again, this is like the last one, where we haven't heard any motive or anything yet, uh, I'm waiting to see what the actual motive is, and I, I, I'm anxiously waiting more information so on this case. So am I, because this is, this is going to be an interesting one. Oh yeah, without question. At least. And it's not something that people, you know, people want to put people under the jail without the due process. You know, we've talked right. about that over and over again. You know, yeah, they've got this guy. He is charged with and accused of, but we don't necessarily know how the court case is going to play out. Let's not put him under the jail or on the fast track to hell without him getting his due process. Because like I say to people all the time, picture it if it were you or your brother, or your father, or your sister. Or your kid. You know, that guy's got a family, too. And that his family has got to be just as verklempt as the ones of the, the young people that were murdered that day. Well, the, his family's made an official statement. Uh, they said that um, they're, they're very sorry for what the, the, the families of the victims are going mm-hmm. through. Um, they are um, promoting... Um, what is it? How do they put it? Um, his constitutional right to 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 uh, innocent till proven guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're doing a lot of the speaking. You know when somebody's guilty, but they they've got to make the right. They they've they've got to make the 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 media scene. But sure, um, they're saying the right things, of course. 
but um, you've got to you've got to wonder uh, what they're really feeling. I mean, because the police have come right out and no, have have said clearly uh, no. There is no other suspects. We have what we have. We've got mm -hmm. DNA and fingerprints in a place that he never should have been, and that's it. So right. they, they're pretty much the case is closed. Was what they have for DNA. There was never a reason he ever came to that house or was ever invited to the house. So he's pretty much no, done. Even if he came in and broke in and walked around and touched shit and left, he's. Sorry, he still shouldn't fuck. And somebody else came in later and killed people. Yeah, Sorry, he shouldn't have dude. been there. I mean, you put yourself there. Oh yeah. yeah. And they're they're I mean, pretty much they're airtight. There there's blatant DNA evidence they have. So. I mean, you can you can understand people's. I can understand the, the cops' mentality on that because they have worked really really hard on this case and they know things that we don't know. We don't know what links in, what what links in there, whether it's DNA mm -hmm. or. Because there's zero correspondence, uh, social media-wise, between it, any of the victims and this this clown. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, once they got a name, they I'm sure they ran through that stem to stern to make sure there was no no direct connection that way. Because you know, people right. they make friends on Facebook and turn out to be people you don't didn't think that this person was. And they're a little <laughs> fucking great, great, great in the membrane, and mm -hmm. you know, you got to be careful, man. You got to be careful. Exactly. You personal information out to where where you live where you go to school exactly where you live just fucking nut, ba nut bags like this do exist and they will drive very 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 long way to make 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 you dead make you oh yeah and one thing one thing i want to one thing i want to point out to our wonderful listeners and you guys are all smart or else you wouldn't be here is I'll i want you to remember if, if somebody says we have a right to know about the details of this case here's an here's something you need to know you don't have a right to know you have a right to know there was a crime you have a right to know they have the suspect in custody you have a right to know when the court date is that's what your that's where your rights end the family has a right to know the, of the victims the family of the perpetrator alleged perpetrator as it were because i don't want to you know take away dude's due process they have a right to know. The lawyers have a right to know. Yep. You don't. And even the people at home have the right to know. However, they don't have the right to have it spoon-fed to them. Correct. Those, that is a matter of public record <coughs> at, at the court. And you have to go down and spend the money mm -hmm. and pay for the public record you're receiving, you're, you're, you're looking for. Um, there's a, there's a... But there, there is a way, but it, it's not going to be fed to you by the media. You, you're going to have no. to do a little legwork. All right. Exactly. There, there was a video on YouTube of this New Jersey. So she was on some sort of council, and um, her, her adult child was pulled over uh, on the highway. I State remember Parkway, that. And she demanded to the cop, "I want to know what they're charged with." And the cop said, "They're adults. They can tell you. It's not your mm -hmm. business." And she, yeah, and she, she tried demanded, to pull the "Do you know who I am?" card, and he says, "I really don't out care little, who you are." She, she, I guess she headed up the. Um, Port Authority, yeah, she claimed mm -hmm. to be the Port Authority, charged Port Authority had a banner. and the cops like that. I don't, I don't give a fuck about that. This person committed a crime. I charge them with a crime. They've got the ticket. You can fuck off that way. Yep, and, this uh, is all you got, need to know. She got, fi she got fired for that. She should have. If, if I roll up on a on an arrest, the only only thing new constitutionally that that are protected 
is I can pull out my video camera and start recording the interaction between the cops and, and whoever they're arresting. And I can make speak freely my opinion of the situation. That's about all I'm entitled to. If I ask the cop, well, what did he do? They can tell me to go fuck off. You have no recourse. None of your fucking concern. There's recourse in that matter. The right yeah, to know is not none a, of your fucking concern. The basic right to know is not constitutionally protected. That's up to you to figure out for yourself. Find out mm-hmm. where you can find that information out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, the, either people are too lazy or, like Herm said, they want it spoon-fed to them. I want what I want, and I want it now. That's not how life works. I have you're, to- talking, you're, you're talking about a generation behind us. I, and there's a good show I want you guys to watch, too, or I'll recommend. And you can I'm not watching it. Myself. I'm not watching anything you, you recommend. Because you're a douchebag. But you're, fuck you're, yourself. De- you're de- dealing with a generation of instant gratification. When they fire up their phone and go to Google, they want to know. Because they mm-hmm. want to know now. They don't want to know 10 hours from now. They don't want to know six weeks from now. They want right fucking now. I want to know. Because they're so used to being gratified instantaneously through mm-hmm. the little magic of the cellular device and the internet, inter- interwebs. Tough titties. You know, get I over should, it. I, I find more satisfaction <clears throat> in, the specul- in sitting here speculating what actually happens than I would being told it like a story or watching a movie. Mm-hmm. I want to watch the two-hour version. I'll watch the two-hour version when that's released. Yeah, I'll speculate for a while, and then I'll watch the documentary. Yeah, yep. or I'll, I'll watch the documentary or the two-hour, two-and-a-half time they put on Hallmark about it or whatever the fuck. Speaking you know, of documentaries, uh, Carla Homolka is still hot. Really? If you don't know who she is, she is the uh, she was one half of the Ken and Barbie killers in Canada. Yep. Uh, pretty-faced husband and hot-ass wife who killed... Uh, Paul DiBardino? Wasn't that him? Bernard, Bernard, Bernardo, yeah. Bernardo, yeah. And um, they uh, they killed two women, and it started when they accidentally killed her sister, and they videotaped everything, and, and she tried was... to hang her husband out to dry, and then they saw the tape oh, yeah, and was like, uh, no, bitch, you're a part of this. Don't you know? fuck around and find yeah. out before fuck around and find out was cool. The, the husband was making her have do sex things with the sister and all that stuff. And she was willing. Way. It was all on the video. She was willing yeah, I remember she that. Was a willing I participant. I remember that case pretty well because it was in the nineties. Yeah, it was all over the fucking place. I just watched a three-part documentary on it. It was a great documentary. It's on, I believe, it's on Discovery Where? Plus. So I really enjoyed it, and they showed a picture of her in the now. I'm like, goddamn, she's still Plus. hot. I don't think I. Have um, you will, Plus. you will when uh, you will when I get home and send you the info. Oh, see how that works. Aren't you a kind soul? I, I know. But anyway, but I Megan, to she's Megan hot. Megan fired, fired up. Um, it's, I think it's on CNN. It's a uh, Gen X, about Generation X, and I and I, uh-huh. I, I, I two episodes in, and, I, and it, it's really good. I think personally, you're not yeah, allowed to make suggestions on anything. Well, fuck you. You had one job. One. Uh, These people were waiting for you to give your review of Mo Money and Who's the Man. And you had a review of your hand scratching your nuts for seven days, not doing a goddamn thing. That's that that's the review. I remember one of them. I remember Both seeing one of them for sure. Oh. One of them for sure. <laughs> and whatever the fuck they were made. If I don't remember them, probably because I, I didn't like it enough to go back and revisit it to remember. Both the fat man, the fat oh. man walks alone. I'm not fat. Well, the fat man need to lose some weight. Fat man need to lose some weight. 
fat man needs a midget. I'm just trying to show you some of the other things we got, Frank Footer. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. I'll fire up my copy of Good Burger later and we'll uh, review that. Oh, dear, oh dear Lord. I think, that is gonna, I think that is going to do it. I think so. Uh, guys, uh, two things. Uh, if you got show ideas, suggestions, comments, concerns, Junction Dysfunction Show at gmail.com. Feel free to use it. Um, we also have the Facebook page, the Twitter, the Instagram. Have at it. But now it's time to vote for our MVP from the comments section. Lynch, your nominee. <laughs> oh, I have to go with uh, Mr. King. Okay. Herman? As a special announcement. Uh, let's see. We had... Uh, uh... Uh, Jordan had had quite a bit of uh, interaction today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, on any other given week, and I look at this, I would go with Sammy, but this week I'm gonna have to give it to Zach because once again, you know, pops in. He's got a lot going on with the third baby. You know, being on the raft in the estrogen ocean, no floaty. Uh, he needs he needs all the support he can get right now. So th- I'm throwing the MVP at Zach King tonight. All right. Very nice. Remember, remember, this is funded by viewers like you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Today's so show me, was brought to you by the, money. the letter M. Show me and the, the number money. four. Yeah. M for Mo Money. Don't talk about Mo Money. You know uh, what you're, we're doing, you're, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to go there. You don't, you don't live there. You're not canceled. You don't live there. No, no, no. You're not canceled yet. I'm getting there. All right. All right, guys. We will see you next Monday. Same bat time, same bat channel. Lazy ass, no homework doing bitch. Fuck you.